0: Coming to you from Raleigh, North Carolina, and
1: across the sandy beaches of the Carolina coast, take warning this is Kaniac Sessions. Kaniac Sessions. Providing you with in depth coverage of your Carolina hurricanes. And now, let's get on to the session with your host, Griff and AB. Hello out there, Caniac Nation. Thanks for joining us again on Session 5 of Caniac Sessions. We're up to Session 5 already. Wow, that's that's wild. Anyway, <laughs> anyway, thanks for joining us. Um, today, we've got a couple things to touch on. We're going to talk about the news that just came out this past week concerning PNC Arena and the, the Centennial Authority uh, that just came out and we've also got something special today we've got a joint collaboration with Sam and Sam from the Kaniac report uh, we did a nice little session with them I uh, can't wait for everybody to hear it but first things first the carolina hurricanes are staying in raleigh it's uh it's official right so they just renewed or extended, I should say, the lease between the team and the arena. Uh, some things were announced 300, $300 million dollars worth of renovations and upgrades coming. Uh, we don't know exactly what the timeline looks like, but uh, before we get into that, let's just let's go over to AB and he's going to give us a nice little rundown of the kind of the history of this building.
0: So PNC arena was actually a basketball arena because the head coach of the NC state Wolfpack at the time, Jim Valvano wanted to have a bigger arena besides playing on NC state's campus, which is now a multi-purpose, um, basketball, gymnastics, uh, volleyball, uh, Reynolds Coliseum. So, um, in 1989, uh, the NC State trustees approved plans to build a 23,000-seat arena, and the Centennial Authority was created uh, by the North Carolina General Assembly in 1995. The Centennial Authority refocused the project into a multi-use arena because leading in— in 1997, your carolina Hurricanes were brought in from the Hartford Whalers. So the construction began in 1997 and was completed in 1999. And the estimated cost was around $150 million. So this renovation is going to be double the amount of money that it was to build PNC Arena. The Hurricanes agreed to pay $60 million of the cost with PNC Arena being built, and the state of North Carolina paid for $18 million. But as a part of that deal, the Hurricanes assumed operational control of the arena. Before it was called PNC Arena, it was known as the Raleigh Entertainment and Sports Arena, or ESA for short, from 1999 to 2002. Then it was renamed to the RBC Center. bought by the RBC bank and they acquired the 20 year naming rights for around $80 million. And then in 2011, PNC bank bought the assets from the RBC bank to rename it to the PNC arena. So a lot of history from this building. Now you're having, like I said, double the amount of money that it costs to build this arena going into renovations griff i want to hear what else you have on as far as we know about plans and what they're thinking about and everything like that
1: yeah so exact plans like i said are still you know unknown at this time but uh what we do know is You know, back when, well, I say back when like it was a long time ago, but uh, about a month ago when uh, North Carolina voted to allow sports gambling in the state, it was announced that PNC Arena would be getting a sport book. So we know that's coming. I don't know if that's part of this $300 million package of renovations or not, but we do know that that's coming. And that'll, I assume that'll probably be like the first thing we see. But, um like i said 20 year lease extension 300 million dollars for renovations and upgrades i've seen speculation we we've heard about new concessions new seating uh new just new f- improving the fan experience right that's kind of what we hear so whatever that happens to mean will be seen in the years to come um but with the Interior renovations, there's also exterior renovations coming. So, Gale Force Sports and Entertainment LLC, which is owned by Tom Dundon, who owns the Carolina Hurricanes, was granted the rights to develop the area around the arena. Now, I don't really know what that looks like, but I know this is going to be a phased approach. So, phase one, we're looking at, which I assume is going to get started within the foreseeable future phase one we're looking at 100,000 square foot of retail space 150,000 square foot of office space 200 multifamily residential units a 150 room hotel and an indoor music venue that's going to hold about three to five thousand um concert goers and it was promised by Gale Force that 95% of the public parking that gets displaced by this development will be replaced likely in um parking garages right
2: mm-hmm.
1: so the first thing on people's minds right is we lose all this parking we and especially the North Carolina State football fans yeah think think we're losing our tailgating area Mm. but it was promised that there's going to be a five acre designated tailgating area um, established to kind of backfill some of that lost space. Mm. Um, We're looking at $200 million uh, spent in phase one at a minimum, which will occur Mm. within five years. 400 million in 10 years and 800 million in 20 years.
0: Yeah, I mean, the thing that shocked me, the two things that you said, one, the indoor music venue, I didn't quite understand, but I can kind of understand it now before opening night and, you know, playoff games and, you know, when the stadium uh, series, they announced that. Um, the NHL promised to have an all star game within the next three years and the stadium series game within five years of completion of the renovations, but the time for completion is still unknown. The thing that, like you said, you talked about was the parking deck. As an NC State fan, too, and as a Hurricanes fan, I was very concerned. Because I didn't want the tailgating experience to be ruined. But I know there are parking issues at PNC Arena and at NC State football games. So I think it's a good thing. And I do like the fact that they have set aside five acres for designated tailgating areas. Because that's what separates the Hurricanes from any other NHL team, too, is you don't hear a lot of, you know, NHL teams, fans, that tailgate. You know, right. that's just that's just something that's only here.
1: Well, I'll tell you what, AB, I can tailgate anywhere, right? Mm-hmm. Give me room to park my car. Well, I have an SUV, but give me room to park <laughs> my, my truck. Uh, give me room to open my tailgate. And I can tailgate, so I don't care if it's in PNC parking lot. I don't care if it's um, across the road up, you know, what is that, Wade Park Boulevard up there. I, it doesn't matter. Like, I can tailgate anywhere, so I'll even tailgate in the parking garage if, if they'll let me. <laughs> <laughs> so, whatever.
0: I think it's for those big, you know, those big vans that come in, because especially at the NC State games, they will bring in, like, big RVs or – uh sprinter vans or, you know, big vans and people will like, in my opinion, they will go a little bit overboard with the stuff that they bring. You know, I understand like, you know, if you have a grill, you know, stuff like that, but there's some people that will like set up ridiculous things, but also having a hotel on the grounds is a huge attraction and brings in a lot of money because we're spending a lot of money to do this renovation. Uh, yeah. to have a hotel for um away fans to stay at, and you know, hurricanes fans that aren't from the Raleigh-Durham area, uh, to come and have a place to stay, and you know, enjoy the game, and not have to worry about you know uh, finding a place to stay that's you know miles up the road, and the two hundred multifamily residential units, I. I'm still unknown with uh the stuff that's going to happen there but you know I do I I'm interested to see what that looks like. I'm I'm just I'm just super pumped that this arena is getting renovated because you know it's it's 20 it's over 20 years old and a lot of these other arenas that are being built now, or you know, that have been built, they're getting upgrades. You know, uh, PNC Arena hasn't been upgraded very much. Uh, this will bring in a lot of people, and I- I'm super pumped.
1: Yeah, I am too. I, you know, I have a good time whenever I go to the arena, you know, mm-hmm. regardless, even in its current state, but you know, just to be able to elevate that to some extent it uh makes me pretty excited but the the thing i want to touch on on the concert venue uh you know i've always heard that there's always been uh logistical issues trying to plan you know they, they want to bring in these big named acts and and yeah big name artists and this and that but there's always been logistical issues trying to plan around uh basketball season and hockey mm-hmm. season that runs like mm-hmm. what nine months of the year and and here lately with the playoffs and you always hear about, you know, what night of the playoffs going to start? Well, there's a concert here or whatever. So with building that venue, that kind of takes that logistical asset out of it. You know, I mean, other than traffic and parking, obviously, but it makes it a lot easier to schedule um, a concert. Right. Mm-hmm.
0: I, I think they're still, uh, they're still obviously going to use uh, the arena. If, big names come to town, but you know, just to be able to have, you know, some other acts come in, in that, um, little arena there brings money in and, you know, it, it doesn't interfere with the stuff inside for, uh, basketball, uh, and for, uh, hockey. But I want to touch on this. Not long ago, before this even happened, you know this this was a huge day in the state of North Carolina's history and especially for the hurricanes and NC state and the Raleigh Durham area etc there were legitimate concerns about the state of this organization years ago when i say years ago i don't mean like you know 20 years or right, something right, like right. that but you know everybody for a long time was like, are they going to stay in Raleigh? Are they going to get relocated? Because Mm -hmm. in 2016, in the 17 season, our attendance was the lowest in the NHL at 11,776. The capacity for hockey is 18,680.
1: Yeah. uh, Tom Dundon came in, bought the team committed to winning, hired a great staff, a great coaching staff. And, you know, it's been trending upwards, to say the least, since then. So, you know, he's committed to the Raleigh area. This shows that, mm-hmm. uh, you know, and it's it's just so it's, it's an exciting time to be a Canes fan. It's um, an exciting time to be a hockey fan in Raleigh because Raleigh is a hockey town. Mm-hmm. Uh, we see it 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 just is, and I don't care small you know, market it's, you know, da, 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 da it's it's a hockey town, and mm. it's starting to spill out outside of Raleigh as well you know i I don't live in Raleigh I live down in you know toward Wilmington, and there's every day more and more i i see cane stickers on cars mm-hmm. and people wearing jerseys and I mean it's just it's growing and it's spreading the youth hockey in wilmington is is growing and uh, it's just an exciting time, and you know Tom Dundon is to thank for it,
0: yeah, I mean i again, I'll say it i I'm super pumped uh you know the foundation with pNC was already strong uh, yeah. but to have to update uh this arena, especially you know for the hurricanes, but also for NC state basketball um it's a it's a huge win win and I'll say this too doing this could actually bring in other professional sports teams to relocate to North Carolina That's one true. of those is a major league baseball team
1: yeah yeah I've heard major League baseball I've heard professional lacrosse uh you know I've heard the Pll is looking at placing teams in towns and things. So yeah, yeah, maybe we'll see when, maybe we'll see one. That would be great, Mm -hmm. but we are going to pause right here. And we are going to hear from our sponsors. We will be right back. Hey, Griff. Yeah. What's up? I just got back from
0: vacation in the outer banks, but even if you're not going on vacation, summer's all about a vacation state of mind. Whether I want to listen to last night by Morgan Wallen on repeat or just need to retreat inside my own head for a bit, I love creating my own summer soundtrack by popping in my Raycon wireless earbuds. There's so much going on all summer. Sometimes you need some upbeat music to pump you up before you see people or to stay calm with some guided meditation. On my Raycons, I like to listen to my gym playlist, the Kaniac Sessions podcast, and so much more. Let me tell you right now, Raycons are the best way to listen. Use earbud tap functions to toggle between the three customizable sound profiles Noise isolation and awareness mode. Raycons have a 32 hour battery life, including eight hours of playtime, so you can listen to what you want when you want for a really long time. They come with custom gel tips for the most comfortable in ear fit. They start at half the price of other premium audio brands, but they sound just as good. And Raycons come with a 30 day happiness guarantee, so you really can't lose. Create your own soundtrack with Raycon right now, and Kaniac Sessions listeners can get 15% off their Raycon order at buyraycon.com THPN. That's buyraycon.com THPN. To save 15% on Raycons, buyraycon.com THPN.
1: New customers, download the DraftKings Sportsbook app and use code THPN. Bet just $5 to score $150 in bonus bets instantly. That's code THPN, only at DraftKings Sportsbook. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. In Massachusetts, call 800-327-5050 or visit gamblinghelpline ma.org. In New York, call 877-8HOPE-NY or text HOPE-NY-467-369. In Kansas, call 1-800-522-4700. On behalf of Boot Hill Casino and Resort in Kansas. In West Virginia, gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER or visit www.1800gambler.net. All games regulated by the West Virginia Lottery. Please play responsibly. In partnership with Hollywood Casino at Charlestown Races. In Connecticut, help is available for problem gambling. Call 888-789-7777 or visit ccpg.org. 21 plus in most eligible states, but age varies by jurisdiction. See draftkings.com slash sportsbook for details and state-specific responsible gambling resources. Bonus bets expire seven days after issuance. One boost per eligible game. Opt-in required. Max bet $50. 10 plus leg required for 100% boost eligibility wagering and deposit restrictions apply terms at sportsbook.draftkings.com slash baseball terms and we're back so that was the news on PNC arena now we are going to get into our session with the Caniac report Um, and I know I had a good time with these guys they were a lot of fun Uh, We kind of see the state of the team and things kind of similar to them. So, um, yeah, I had a good time recording with them. How about you?
0: Oh, yeah. I mean, these guys do a phenomenal job, and we had such a good chat. Uh, So we're going to kick it over to them right now. You're listening to Kaniac Sessions.
2: All right. So um, I'm Sam Wallace. and
3: I'm Sam Driscoll, and we're with the Kaniac Report. And I'm Griff.
0: I'm A.B., and we are Kaniac Sessions?
1: So, yeah, so uh, we we decided when Kaniac Sessions came up on board with THPN, Kaniac uh, Report reached out to us and asked if we wanted to do kind of a collaboration. And we thought that was an awesome idea. I've been listening to you guys now for, well, really since you guys, since the beginning. Um, and you guys, you know, believe it or not, are kind of, uh, how should I put this? has something to do with me being interested in making a podcast. So props to you guys. Um, But thanks for doing this. I'm excited and we're going to have some fun.
2: Yeah, definitely. Um, uh, That's awesome. You've kind of
1: been with us since the beginning. Yeah, for sure. But so uh, what we've decided to do is we're going to do some take it or leave it. So if anybody out there happens to know of a podcast uh, called... Uh, well, I can't think of it off the top of my head. Um, Kane's cast. Kane's cast. Yes. How did I forget that with Mike and Shane? <laughs> uh, they like to do take it or leave it. And I think those are the best, uh, the best parts of their podcast. And I enjoy those. Uh, and I like to send in, you know, when they ask for questions. So we're going to do that uh, in this collaboration. I've got a few and I think everybody else has a few. So um, Sam, you want to get us started with some take it or leave it?
2: Um, yeah, I'll start with a take it or leave it. Uh, so probably my first one that I have here is Svechnikov gets to eighty points.
1: Mm. Oh man, Hey, B, Griff, I'll think? let
0: you take. Uh, Griff, I'll let you take <laughs> this one. <laughs> yeah, you go first.
1: Svetch gets to 80 points oh man um i'd like to take it but i i'm gonna leave it i think i i think he'll be in the 70s i want to take it but I'm, I'm gonna have to leave it oof
0: okay mm, i'm gonna i'm gonna say leave it as well i mean when we talked about it in the uh, live stream on Friday on uh, THPN's uh, YouTube channel, if you haven't, uh, please go watch it and uh, give everybody uh follow. This team is so stacked. Um, you know, as Canes fans, we all want to be so optimistic and, you know, just everybody have a career year. But I, I see Svechnikov going in the mid 60s to low 70s believe in it as well
3: i mean interesting for for me i want to take it you know i I, want to take it i I want it to but i'm gonna send it back not because i don't think he can't but because my concern is i don't my concern is this is another patch or anything he comes in opening night steps just the wrong way and then pow that's 6 months gone.
1: Hmm. Well, I hope not.
0: <laughs> uh, I hope not. That's one thing I don't want to happen is rush him like Pacheretti, but I know they're not going to do that because uh Svestakov is a key piece of this organization. But yeah, be careful. Uh, if he's not ready on opening night, uh Don what else said, uh, he's scheduled to be on opening night, but even if he's a little sore, do not take
1: the chance. What about exactly. you, Sam? Or, it was your question, but I, I want to know if you take it or leave it.
2: Um, I say I take it because I I think the potential's there with Svetch. Um means, yeah. I, I really do. I think if you, I mean, if you look at his game at the beginning, he's kind of, of his career, he's kind of been a sniper type player. Now he's becoming a big power forward, which I yeah. like. He just yeah. needs to, I think, work on it a bit more because if you look at his time during like the junior years he'd always have that move to use his legs to go across the ice behind the defender and score and i think if he can do that in the nhl i think he hits 80 points
1: it's possible definitely it's it's definitely possible uh who wants to go next why not i'll go here we go so <laughs> so i don't have
0: that- any written down so
1: this one here, um, I actually, the last cast episode, I sent it in and they debated this for a good while. And they, they, Mike and Shane both took this.
0: You should have plugged your podcast. Well, this was before <laughs> yeah,
1: you the should've. podcast. So. <laughs> yeah, I should have, but I didn't. But anyway. All right. The Canes finished the regular season with more than. One hundred and eighteen points.
3: Oh, I remember the question. I, I remember this Ooh. talking about. Yeah. Oh, God. yeah,
1: they threw it around for a while too.
3: You know what? Yeah. What? What? What the hell? I'm going to take that because I'm ready for it. You know what? I'm taking it. Let Let's do this. All right. All President's right. Trophy. Yep, we got this one. This This is this is our year. Our year.
2: <laughs> I'm taking it too because of um, even though I still think we could improve our offense. Look, I mean, if you look at that D and the addition of Michael Bunting, I think they
0: can do it. I'm going to say the same thing. I think they're perfectly capable of winning the President's Trophy, but if they don't, the only thing that matters is hoisting Lord Stanley. Yeah,
1: I'm taking it too. Um, I thought that when I sent that question, I, I actually put like 10 minutes of thought into it, and I was like, okay, I think 118 is that sweet spot. They finished, what, 113 last season, and... You just feel like they have to be at least five points better. And, I mean, they could have been last year. If if some of those overtime losses would have gone the other way, I mean, we could have easily been, easily been north of 118 last year. All right. So who's next? Sam, you want to go? Yeah, I'll go. All right.
3: Everyone knows who listens that I love Tony D'Angelo. So, of course, yes. I, guess that I, I got a couple Woo-hoo. of these are talking <laughs> about Tony. All right. Tony D'Angelo, 50-plus points
0: take it take it uh well uh griff and i talked about uh our predictions and i i honestly can't remember uh what i said i think i said like 40 something points but uh like we said uh the defense is stacked you know uh, i don't see the opening night lineup on defense staying the same so I'm going to say D'Angelo's going to go over 50 points. I love that dude. I mean, he's so good on the power play, and he's just a feisty player. So I'm going to go over 50 points. I'm going to leave it. Oh. Wow. <laughs>
2: here's 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 my reasoning. So I think he's going to get pretty much almost all of his points on the power play. Uh, but here's the thing. Um, if he does play in the lineup, he's probably going to be playing in a third pair type of role, which is probably going to diminish his ice time. So I don't know if I would take 50 points, but if he said like 30 or 40, I'd take it.
1: Yeah, that's, that's, if that's he doesn't, fair. that's, yeah, that's fair. But yeah. as I said in our, uh, in one of our previous sessions, I fully expect Tony D'Angelo, uh, before the season's said and done, I think he's going to be quarterback in the first power play. I think he's going to, unseat burns from that role and um we'll see but that's my thoughts
3: yeah i mean yeah tony d'angelo he's fat i mean he's faster he's got a little bit better feet i think than burns um he's got better i think he's a better passer than burns i think burns got probably has a better shot I, i'm not blocking the shot yeah, for sure. Burns, yeah for, sure, it, for, for sure yeah for sure. Yeah. um but yeah i think uh i'm 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 taking mine too i, I think 50 plus points i think i think uh tony um Silences all the all the haters. Stuff. Yeah, oh.
0: I, I I still don't understand. You know, uh, D'Angelo was fine in Carolina. He had a career year here, and you know, some people again are skeptical about the signing. Uh, but he thrived here. I mean, locker room guy. Everybody liked him. Why not bring him back, especially uh, at a low price compared to his previous contract in Philadelphia? Uh, this guy. Uh, Anybody that plays in Rod's system thrives. And D'Angelo uh clearly thrived here uh, when he first came here. And you know, I'd expect the same thing to happen.
1: All right, A B, it's your turn. I've I don't have I don't have
0: okay. Well, I'll okay, I'll make I'll make one. I'll make one
3: how right now. You're the new Michael it. Smith,
1: aren't you? This this yeah. is the reason this is what we agreed upon, and you don't have it.
3: Yeah, well, just like Michael Smith. He never had one, too. So <laughs> time Yeah, to it's completely fine. <laughs> All right, let's go
0: uh, take it or leave it. Martin Natchez, 75 points.
1: I'll take it.
2: I have his jersey, so I, I'll, I'll take it. I'm um, think- taking it
1: because he has his jersey. <laughs> well, okay. Well,
2: that's part I'm just of it. Kidding. I'm just kidding. Um, but I think um, the thing with Natchez is that if he can have the majority, uh, the play they had, the majority they had last season, he's going to get it. And I think if Svetch is healthy throughout all of it, he, I think he's definitely going to get it because it was when Svetch got hurt that his play kind of started to diminish.
1: Yeah, fair. I'm gonna leave it. I think he's a was it 71 points this past season. Mm -hmm. I'm just pulling numbers out of the air here. 71, okay. Yeah, I uh, I think he's good about where he's at. I'm looking for 72 to 75. I mean, 80s, man, 80s so high, and you know, in this system, I just think that you know, leading he was leading scorer last year was 71, so I think I think he's good where he's at. Sam, what do you got?
3: I'm taking it with the caveat of he doesn't do what he did last contract year. Yeah. That's my only concern with Natchez.
0: I'll leave it. Uh, 71 points was really good for Natchez this year. I think nobody expected that at all. Um, What I was really pleased with with Natchez was kind of towards the back end of the season, I... Saw a lot of him on the power play, and when he set up his one timer, that's what really caught my eye. I mean, when he hit it in just the right spot, I mean, it was, it looked great. I don't see him hitting 70 points, um, but he's a great player. Um, I hope he proves us wrong. Uh, whoever said no or yes. Uh, Sam has his jersey, so he'll probably go for like eighty-five points.
2: <laughs> well, I mean, I mean, we saw what he could do the majority yeah. of the season. I mean, the sky's the limit for this dude. I think right. he's probably one of the best skaters mm-hmm. that this team has.
1: I agree. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I just, I don't know about eighty, but we'll see.
2: And those wraparound goals, oh man.
1: Yeah, they're nice. Very. The good.
0: thing with Naitchus is sometimes he will uh, hold on to the puck for too long. Exactly. That's the that's the thing that I I assumed he worked on this year because there were um, plenty of times when he held on for the puck too long that uh, turned into two on ones and just turnovers. So.
1: Yeah, and who, it
2: could be confidence.
1: Yeah, It could be. Who hasn't gone? Does, was that everybody? Yeah, that was everybody. Okay, oh. so it's back around to me then. Yep. All right, here we go. Freddie returns to Vesna Caliber. Oh. And he is a Vesna finalist at the end of the year. Oh. Taking it or leaving it, fellas.
3: <laughs> um. You know, I am a big fan of goalies. I. Defended Scott Darling until the very oh, last game no. because I can't help myself. And I just I love <laughs> I love goaltenders and I try to give them the best benefit that I can.
0: He had some sweet pads, though. Oh, I will say that.
1: Who, Scott Darling?
3: Yeah. But I don't have faith in Freddie. Like that anymore. I agree with what Adam Gold said about this season. I think this year, if the Hurricanes are going to go far, Kachetkov is going to have something to say about it. Okay, so I'm sending it back, reluctantly okay. sending it back, but I'm going to send it back.
2: Okay, all right, all right. I'm going to leave it, and here's here's my reasoning. I've I'm gonna leave it, but I still think he is probably like a top consideration to be Vesna uh trophy because we saw I mean you can't blame him for the playoffs
1: mm-hmm. well real um, quick he, my my real quick my question was that he would be a finalist, not win mm. one of the uh, top well, three finalists
2: yeah, I'm gonna leave it um, okay I don't think I don't think he's a top three finalist, but I okay. still think he's really good.
1: does he make the all-star game Sam?
2: Uh no, I don't think he does. Okay, sorry. Not with Sorokin
3: away. and um not with Sorokin and uh uh oh good lord. Just Surkin here. Those are the two goalies for the Metro.
1: Fair. Okay. A B.
0: I'll leave it. I mean everything that both of the Sam's just said, you know, kinda sums it up. And you know, the injury bugs uh hit him uh the past two years. He's been here. But when he's on, you know, he plays like a Vesna goaltender, but you know, I don't see him being a finalist uh, this upcoming year.
1: So I'm going to leave it too, because, and I'm going to, if if there weren't three goalies on our team, I would take it, but I don't mm. think he's going to get the time, right? I don't think he's going to get the workload to win the trophy. If it weren't mm. for having, if it weren't for Ronta resigning or, you know, whatever the mixture you want to throw in there is, if we didn't have three goaltenders, I would take it because, he's in a, he's coming back on a two-year deal, which means there's really no pressure this year. And uh, I think that maybe if, you know, staying healthy and getting the majority of the starts, I think he, I think he would return to Vesner caliber. But since we have three goaltenders and they're obviously going to rotate, I don't think he gets the playing time to uh, compete, but. All right, Sam Wallace, I believe it's uh, back to you.
2: Okay, bad to me. Jarvis gets 30 goals.
3: No, I'm sending that back. No, no. mm -mm. This team needs a goal scorer, and it's not Jarvis. He hasn't come anywhere close to that. I don't see him making that big of a leap. I, I would love it, love it, love it, love it. I've been very consistent in my call for a top six goal scorer, something this team seems to be allergic to acquiring, But they love defense. But uh no, I if he does, then awesome, but I think that's more of a shock than an expectation.
1: Yeah, uh I my prediction was 28 goals for Jarvis this year. Um so I'm gonna have to leave it, although I hope I'm wrong. And if I am, everybody come after me, please. But (laughs) I'm gonna have to, yeah, I'm gonna have to leave it.
0: Yeah, I'm gonna i I'm gonna say leave it. Um I love Jarvis. He's such a good player, but you have a lot of other players on this team who can finish better than Jarvis, so uh with that I'm I'm gonna leave it.
2: I'm gonna leave it too, but I think he can hit it because I do think he's one of the most purest goal scorers we have.
1: Yeah. All right.
3: I guess it's my turn then. Um, It is. I'm going to save my edgy one for the last. Oh. Um, But I'm going to take the middle one. So Canes make a move before or on deadline day to improve the top six.
1: I'm leaving it because I think it's going to happen – before opening night. I think the move is still Sam stole my question.
3: <laughs> well, <laughs> like all right. So I guess I when I say on or before deadline day, from this moment on to the deadline, there is going to be a move that improves the top six. Oh, so just
1: between now and March? Yes. Oh yeah, take it. Yep.
2: I'll take I'm not it. Even too.
1: Gonna I'm not even going to elaborate. Just take it. Yeah.
0: <laughs> yeah, I'll I'll do the same. I'll do the same thing. I mean,
3: yeah, I'm, uh, I'm taking it too, but I'm also the, obviously there's a concern and a, I know Griff, you've said you've listened to us, so you know that I've probably been one of the only ones who have been very critical of management. Oh, yeah, um, I've, I've heard, <laughs> so you, know, you, know, you know, I'm critical. I of agree man-
1: though. I agree.
3: Um, and I can't we be- like our group.
1: We like our group.
3: <laughs> God, if I have to hear if I, it's going to be just as bad as Kirk Muller saying, staying the course when you're lost 20 games in a row. Um, yep. but I I'm taking it too. I think I'm, I'm, I am going to believe they've learned their lesson and that they need scoring. There is no difference from last season when they got patchy ready to fix the goal scoring problem to this year. There is zero difference, zero. So why do we not need it now? And I'm hoping that they realize that.
1: Yeah. And, you know, it could very well. I mean, even if they don't, I still think this group can still make it all the way and win the cup. Like, I think -hmm. think the the current state, they could do it, but I think that the current roster will also have a higher chance of fizzling out, you know, come first, second round or whatever, just like we saw this past year. So, but if they add to the top six – and I think that really pushes you over the edge.
0: Yeah, definitely. Agreed. Yeah. All right, take it or leave it. Brett Pesci is traded before opening night.
2: I thought something like this might come up.
1: (laughs) (laughs) I am – I thought it was already going to happen, but I'm going to still take it um before opening night i think i don't think i don't think pesci is going to be on the roster i love brett pesci i don't want to see him leave but given the current state of things and everything that's happened this offseason i just i don't see how it doesn't i am going to take
3: it too because if you don't do it i think it doesn't make sense all the moves you've done Get to a point where it doesn't make sense, and if he is in the roster, then you best well be prepared to move him at the deadline. Because if you lose Shea and Pesci for a squat, I'm I'm just I I can't I don't know how that can be justified.
0: Then again, we like our group. We mm. like our group. Sam, what do you got?
2: Um, I will take it uh, because um, I I don't think management is going to like. Probably Dmitry Orlov. He's getting paid seven something million dollars to pay, to play on the third pair. Um, I I think he is going to get traded. Um, I mean, is I think it's going to hurt regardless if we trade him and regardless of the return. But I mean, Florida kind of uh, exposed that pair. In The playoffs, I thought, yeah. whenever Shea and Pesci were on the ice, <laughs> and uh, Pesci, I mean, is skating uh, not the best,
1: yeah, yeah, we'll see. Um, but hey, so this is the last round here. Um, we're kind of cutting it close on time, so these are going to be quick fire. And if you elaborate, let's just have well, Sam's like... got
0: a controversial one,
1: <laughs> yeah, okay, well, we'll save that one for very last then. Um, but real quick, mine's going to be rapid fire. Canes will have three players over the 30-goal mark. Yes. Taking it. taking it. I'll take it. Ajo, Natchez. Uh, yeah, and Svetch. Svetch. Okay. I'm taking it, too. Sam. Um, for me, um,
2: I'm going with goaltending here. off plays at least 20 games.
3: Taking
1: Take it. it. Taking it. Take it. I'm taking right. it
0: too. I'll go before uh, Sam does. Um, <laughs> Brent Burns over under 60 points.
3: Take it or leave it? I'm going to send it back.
1: Over. Taking it. 62.
2: Over taking it
0: over over
1: all right
3: all right so this is my little edgy one (laughs) all of those so-called canes fans who left the hurricanes because of tony d'angelo they come (laughs) back when this team is in the stanley cup finals and act like nothing has happened like nothing has made them leave they're going to act like they've been watching all year they're going to come back when the team's in the Cup Finals
1: and cheer for them like they didn't do what they did. Mm-hmm. I'll take it, and I don't – and I'll take it a step further. I don't think they're leaving. I think they're they're talking like they're leaving, but they ain't going anywhere. And just like two seasons ago when he played here, when he was playing well, everybody was quiet. Nobody started talking until the Rangers series in the playoffs when he smashed a stick against the goalpost. That Then they came out of the woodwork. And I liked it when he smashed his. I'm I like it. I yeah. like that. I mean Fire, KK I KK smashed his stick in the locker room against who was that? Was that Florida?
0: Florida. I didn't expect that Remember whatsoever. That?
1: Yeah. Okay. Loved Nobody it. said anything about that. I mm-hmm. want to see you angry. You you should be angry.
2: Yeah, you should.
0: I'll take it. I'll I'll take it as well, and I'll elaborate on it a little bit. There's a difference between sitting in uh, the arena and when a goal happens and you start cheering, especially when uh, the name is announced for a goal, than having uh, your two thumbs behind a screen. Um, (laughs) So I I love D'Angelo. I mean, everybody who talks bad about him are the same people that are going to be the first to – Cheer him and talk so good about him, but when just something little happens, trade him, he's terrible, he's a cancer.
1: Yeah, I, I don't, don't care about it. your politics. I don't care about your yeah. politics. I'm into hockey, that's what I care yep. about. That's so, right. Yep. Yeah. Same mm-hmm. here. All right, guys. Well, hey, this was fun. I hope you guys had a good time too. But um, I think that's the end of it, right? Yep, yeah, it is. So
2: um, that
1: was fun, yeah. yeah. A, Again, we're Kaniac Sessions. You can find us uh, on all platforms at Kaniac Sessions on X or Twitter, Instagram, Facebook, and you guys. Let's hear your handles.
2: Yeah, uh, you can find us on uh, Instagram, the Kaniac Report, and Twitter, the caniac Report. And we also have our website. Um, it's in. It'll be in the link in the uh, description of our episode.
1: Awesome. All right, guys. Well, this was fun. We'll have to do it again. Definitely.
2: Yes, definitely.
1: All right. So I hope you enjoyed that piece with the Caniac Report. Um, again, you can find them wherever you get your podcasts at the Caniac Report. You can follow them on X or Twitter, Instagram, uh, and their website. Um, and then if you need to know where they're at, you can always find them on THPN. They're also uh, a part of THPN. So, A.B., any last thoughts?
0: No. Uh, Thank you guys so much for listening. New content is on the way. We're going to be having some guests. We're going to be making some exciting announcements here in the next couple of months. A.B., Griff, out.
1: Thanks for listening to Kaniac Sessions. To stay up to date on all Kane's news or to interact with Griffin AB,
3: please follow us on X, Instagram, or Facebook
1: at Caniac Sessions. Let's go, Kane. Let's go, Kane.